from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. I want to read this tweet just discussing the heat and the quarters and all of the idiocy that has surrounded that conversation. Hopefully it can be put to rest. Hopefully after this series, that discussion disappears for all time into the ether of basketball chat. Uh, But this is Armin on Twitter. When I tweeted earlier today at KLV1063, a clip of yesterday, us talking about how quarters don't count. How many quarters a team wins isn't a thing is actually the tweet. And then a clip of us discussing that yesterday. Armin tweets, Ken, don't you work for ESPN? Then you work for a loser station. It's your employer celebrating quarters one. Boston isn't celebrating quarters. Is your employer just telling you to force this narrative for an added storyline? It isn't working. No one in Boston is talking quarters. That's weird because I've seen a sizable component of Celtics Twitter talking about quarters and how it should have been three games to none after game three because the Heat had only won two quarters. Do I work for ESPN? In a sense, do I work for the worldwide leader? No. Do I work for Good Karma Brands, which works closely with ESPN? Yes. Do I work for a loser station? No. In fact, number one by a long shot in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Uh, Is my employer telling me this to force a narrative for an added storyline? No, because nobody dictates what's discussed on this show other than myself and, and Stone. And he said Boston isn't talking about quarters. Ime Odoka is the one who brings right. it up the most. That's a great point. Hey, Armin, the reason this even became a discussion, even became a thing, is because the Celtics head coach brought it up after losing game one. So Boston's not talking about it. It came from your locker room, Armin. Pay attention, people. Okay? Please, just pay attention. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We are streaming on the free ESPN app. If you missed any of Stone Labanowitz talking about his failed charity football flag football game in the Treasure Coast yesterday, throwing three picks, embarrassing his family, disappointing young kids who always looked up to him in the Jensen Beach, Stewart area, then all you have to do is head to wherever you get your podcast, Ken Levick Alive podcast. It is free. It is there for your disposal. Stone Labanowitz being a massive disappointment, amongst other things, part of yesterday's Ken Levick Alive free podcast available every day after the show concludes. Uh, we didn't touch on this yesterday, but uh, jo- Josh Donaldson of the Yankees is suspended for a game after calling Tim Anderson of the White Sox a black player, Jackie, over the weekend. Uh, so how this played out is they met on the field uh, and and uh, it was after uh, a hit and Tim Anderson gets to his base and Josh Donaldson says, what's up, Jackie? Uh, Tim Anderson didn't like it. Tim Anderson did not like it. You don't say. In any way, shape, or form. Uh, it turned into them getting nose to nose. Bench is clear. Later in the game, Yasmani Grandal, the White Sox catcher, as Josh Donaldson is coming to the plate, gets in Donaldson's face. Bench is empty again. Tim Anderson comes from his shortstop position, confronts Donaldson again. It was heated. It was tense. 
And after the game, Tim Anderson explained why he was so upset and why there were two different instances of uh, them coming together. Here's Tim Anderson of the White Sox. Yeah, he just made a you know disrespectful comment. Uh, you know, basically, was, you know, trying to call me Jackie Robinson. Like, what's up, Jackie? Uh, you know, uh, I don't play like that. You know, I don't, I don't really play at all. Uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really you know, bothering nobody today. But uh, you know, he made a comment, and uh, you know, it was, it was disrespectful. And uh, I don't think it was called for. Then that's it. That was when you guys crossed past the shortstop there at the end of the third. Yeah, but that happened in the first, the first time he got on. You know, and I spared him that time. Uh, and then it happened again. Um, and, you know, uh, it was just, you know, it's just uncalled for. You know, it's not, you know, I got time to, you know, be playing like that. How'd you manage to continue to that kind of comment? Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, it was very disrespectful, you know. But, uh, I don't want to play like that. You call it disrespectful. Tony just said it was racist. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. Same, same, same along, along that same line, yeah. Can you say what he said? You said what? Can you say what, what he said? I just said it. I just said it. I just said it. So, Tim Anderson, and at the end there, what that reporter is talking about, Tony LaRusso, White Sox manager, said Josh Donaldson's comment calling uh, Tim Anderson ra- uh, Jackie was racist. Now, Tim Anderson used the word inappropriate multiple times. Tony La Russa went flat-out racist. Aaron Boone, Yankees manager, said, yeah, it was an inappropriate comment. Josh Donaldson, here was his explanation for why he called Tim Anderson Jackie. All right, so first inning, I called him Jackie. So let me give you a little context of that. 2019, he came out with interviews, said that he's a new Jackie Robinson of baseball. He's going to bring back fun for the game, right? And... 2019 when I played for Atlanta, we actually joked about that on the game. Um, I don't know what's changed from, and I've said it to him um, in years past, not not in any manner that just joking around for the fact that he called himself Jackie Robinson. You know, um, so, you know, if something has changed uh, from that, like my meaning of that is not any term um, trying to be racist by any fact of the matter. Um, it was just off of an interview that what he called himself. And when we said that before we joked about it, he laughed, whatever. Uh, as you could tell in our series that we played, there's been multiple times where I've tried to defuse the situation. Like I, I took responsibility for the tag, wasn't trying to do anything there. Like today, just trying to defuse it. Like, hey, like, make light. Like, hey, we're not trying to start any brawls or anything like that. Um, obviously, he deemed that it was disrespectful. And look, if he did, I apologize. Like, that's not what I was trying to do by any matter. Um, and, you know, that's really, that's what happened. All right, so there's Josh Donaldson's explanation uh, because Tim Anderson did in a Sports Illustrated story 2019 when Tim Anderson broke onto the scene with the White Sox. Let me read this excerpt from the Sports Illustrated story. The color barrier fell 72 years ago. Anderson honored the occasion by wearing number 42 on the anniversary of the debut of the man who broke it, as do all major league players and staff. And by hosting a private screening of 42, the 2013 biopic for kids from the White Sox Amateur City Elite Program, which introduces inner-city Chicago youngsters to baseball. But he sees another barrier, one he's intent on toppling, the, quote, have fun barrier. 
Quote, I kind of feel like today's Jackie Robinson, he says. That's huge to say, but it's cool, man, because he changed the game, and I feel like I'm getting to a point to where I need to change the game. So let's put all this in context, okay? Tim Anderson is one of the few black players in baseball, a percentage that has precipitously dropped for quite some time now. In fact, going back to 1994, they were double the amount of black players in baseball that there are now. It's dwindling in a massive way. Tim Anderson, a very proud black man, uh, he is in the infield. He has been very outspoken about many different aspects of the black experience, especially in the summer of 2020. Josh Donaldson calling him Jackie, I don't think that on its face it has racist intent, okay? But this is me as a white guy saying that, right? okay? And what actually matters is how the black man receives it. I don't, Josh Donaldson, he explained himself fine, okay? I get it. He called himself Jackie Robinson. But if Theo came in here, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, came in here on a Monday, and I said, what up, Stephen A.? Do you think Theo would be like, oh, that's cool? Or do you think he'd, he'd be a little, wait, what is that? Like, what are you trying to do there? And I think that's what happened with Tim Anderson. I think Josh Donaldson thought he knew Tim Anderson one way, and Tim Anderson Bingo. clearly said, no, you don't know me like that. That's it. That's it right there. So was it racist? I don't know. But it's up for interpretation because me saying it's racist or not racist doesn't matter. What matters is what Tim Anderson thinks of what was said. Was it inappropriate? Yeah. There's no need to go to that place. Josh Donaldson does not need to go to that place. It's just stupid. For something that was three years ago, it's stupid. So there's a reason he keeps going back to it as well. He's not joking around by going back to it. He's clearly trying to get under Tim Anderson's skin. And it is clear that he doesn't know Tim Anderson like that. Uh, So Josh Donaldson has been suspended a game because of the inappropriate comment. And... uh, I have seen a lot of discourse about this, a lot of discussion about this. Oh, everybody wants to jump to the R word. Everybody wants to call everything racist. It's not racist. It doesn't matter what you think. It matters what Tim Anderson thinks. It matters what the black man thinks in this spot. Okay? There aren't enough times where the black man's opinion on what's said about the black man actually get taken into account. And it's impossible to have an accurate opinion when you're not aware of the context, tone, delivery, mm-hmm. like right. we, we don't have the audio. It's so, easy for Josh Donaldson to say, oh, he called himself Jackie in 2019. So but you didn't say know. how you said it. Uh-huh. And you didn't get it. I mean, we obviously got his reaction, but li- That's I, 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 I love what you said when when you said spoke for Tim in the sense of what are you trying to do here? Yeah. Like, like yeah. we know as white men when we, you know, you cross that boundary or you just tether it like and you get that. What are you trying to do mm-hmm. there? You're done. You're wrong. Yeah. Like, you're just in the wrong. Just own it. Just eat it. And uh, did Tony LaRusa bring it to another level using uh, the racist word? Maybe. But it is clear that by using the word inappropriate, Tim Anderson did believe that there was a racist component to it. Even if the intent wasn't there, doesn't mean that there wasn't a racist component to it. 
We're going to get Steve Pollitt Sr. He is uh, our president of Good Karma Brands, the parent company of ESPN West Palm, because we're trying to educate you. We're trying to give you an avenue into learning. We're trying to bring on someone who has seen success in his life and perhaps be a role model for you with some personal advice that he can hand down. Um, and if you want to weigh in on Tim Anderson versus Josh Donaldson, uh, you certainly can at 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776 tweeted us at klv1063 and again my point with this is that you might back josh donaldson as a yankees fan as a yankee supporter you might back him and say oh he didn't mean anything by it but what you think about what josh donaldson meant and what tim anderson felt that josh donaldson meant or was insinuating or was trying to do there those are two completely different things completely different things, okay? That's the point. What you think and what Tim Anderson thinks, very different. Context matters. And I think Stone makes a good point when he says, you don't know how Josh Donaldson said it. The explanation can be one thing. What actually took place, how it was said, tone, that plays into it as well. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, let's go ahead and bring on a man who is a Palm Beach County Hall of Famer. He was a massive part of bringing sports talk radio to Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast for the first time in 2003. He is a renowned youth coach. He is a father and a successful business maven as the president of Good Karma Brands. He is Steve Politziner, and he joins us for Ask Steve here on Ken Levick Alive. And uh, Steve, I, I'm excited to have you because I think that we all need guidance at times. I think that someone who has done so many things like you, someone who, is, who has seen such success in so many different areas of life, I think that picking your brain a bit uh, and opening it up to fans of Ken Levick Alive and ESPN 106.3 is an important thing. It's a bridge into the community. So thank you for, for, for taking some of your very, very, very hard-to-find time and doing this with us. Wow, Ken. That was like, I feel like that introduction should be for somebody else. That was, I, I gotta, I gotta live up to those words. I appreciate it and uh, looking forward to joining you guys. Uh, by the way, happy birthday. Seriously, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, dude. What, dude, uh, what year are we uh, talking here? How old are we today, Steve? Four, seven. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 47. What what does what does Steve Politziner do on his 47th birth, birthday, if I may ask? What do you think I do on my 47th birthday? Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's see how well you know you know your you, you know All your right. subject matter. So uh, there's probably some golf involved, no? Maybe after work. Maybe with the kids, wife after work. If we if we can get it in. Uh, probably some uh, some coaching. Maybe some baseball. Nothing today, luckily. Off day. Rest the voice. How about a dinner? How about a little dinner action tonight? Could be. Maybe a little, uh, maybe a little, maybe a little just chill. Stop by the folks. All maybe right. play a little meat bite. Play, play about, some holes with uh, the fam after work, and right. then. Uh, yeah, you're, I think you're pretty much on. Yeah, and answering some emails. like that's it's, So it's pretty much kind of a day in the life of Steve Polizino. It's not that much different from a non-birthday. It is like a pretty regular day. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. Uh, you know, some years, like, you, you're in meetings and your phone's buzzing or you're, you know, somewhere. And I like, I like, I like to not be where I'm distracting others. So just 
working like anybody else would be on their birthday, I would imagine. Steve Politino, president of Good Karma Brands, a Palm Beach County Hall of Famer, a father, a leader, successful businessman. Ask Steve here on Ken Levick Alive. And so we do have questions from fans in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. But before we get to that, I uh, just want to touch on a couple of things that we've been discussing throughout the show today. Uh, last night, that was a debacle. They hit only 11 points in the first quarter. The starters account for 18 points total. Uh, after eight minutes, I knew the game was over. In the second quarter, I went to Ozark as I'm crawling through that final season right now. Uh, but I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And you'll get this as, a, as a, a parent, Steve. I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed in the heat last night because that was such an opportunity, especially with no Marcus Smart, to go up three games to one. And I'm disappointed that Bam Adebayo is good for one good game a series. It drives me insane. Why can't he string them together? To you, what was your biggest heat disappointment last night? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm with you in just the why can't why why can't anyone make a run? The NBA is the game of runs. I know. You know, usually a few a game. This series, this series has been a complete disappointment. It's been an, uh, it's uninteresting when no one can make it make a go of it after the first quarter. And I was trying to think about that myself. Like, are they tired? Are they deflated? Is it coaching? you know, issue, and I do have to put some there on, like, like you know, we love Eric Spolster, but there has to be some obligation to, like, get this group going. Mm. Like, the, everyone's waiting for the runs. Like, even the refs are in on it. They're like, give me a little bit, and I'll give you a little bit. And it never happened yet. <laughs> so let me ask you, as someone who has seen great success in the Palm Beach Gardens area coaching youth basketball and youth baseball, how would you inspire your group uh, <laughs> if they were falling on hard times like that? How would you get them going like you're requesting Spo do? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not quite sure that it's a, a similar uh, uh, you know, comparison um, when your third and fourth grade team is, you know, is down – Eight going into the fourth, but you know we've all you know, we've we've all pulled those out. I I think you you know you're searching for different combinations. I still feel like I, I'm I guess Duncan Robinson played 23 minutes last night. I said to somebody you know a couple of days ago. I still feel like there's a role for him in this series, and obviously Struess we know is also hurt, you know, and, and banged up. Um, Duncan Robinson at least brings a length that you have to, and, uh, and obviously shooting touch, that you have to be aware of. And if he can just draw, you know, if, they, if, if the Heat can, Kyle, Kyle Lowry needs to do something to, to, to draw people to him. Then if he can do that and get the ball over, you know, to Robinson, and he can be what he has been up until the beginning of the, basically up until he was booted out of the, out of the rotation in favor of Struess, that to me now I'm banking on like Duncan Robinson here, but also remember, like it's two two. Exactly. You know, coming home, exactly. the home team wins. The, whoever wins Game Five in a seven game series wins. That's right. Eighty two. What was it? Eighty two. Eighty three. Eighty two percent of the time. time. Stone. So, Stone yeah. actually does some research for this show. His one point of research today was coming up with that number. <laughs> so so I appreciate Stone for that. Let's get to uh, some some fan questions here, Steve. Uh, Tammy and Boyton via email. Steve, I've heard you're close with the folks at ESPN. Why does ESPN hate the Heat? Steve, if you could answer that, why does ESPN hate the Heat? Do you have any insight on that? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think ESPN hates the Heat. I think the world does not like the Heat um, in general. They are, not, they are not a beloved team, and I think this goes all the way back really to LeBron. I think the, 
you know, when LeBron went there, and of course, you know, big three and their, um, you know, can't, uh, the, the mentality of teaming up, uh, really cast a, uh, cast a, um, position that people have on the Heat that is not, you know, that is not going away. Um, I think the other thing is, is they're not the household name kind of, kind of team. So there's just always one of those, like, how are the Heat good? You know, people don't realize how good Bam is. Jimmy Butler, for some reason, is always like one below mega superstar status. And I think that goes back to that period where he was on, you know, four teams in a year and a half. And, um, you know, Kyle Lowry is old. Like, it's not a below, it's not the kind of team you're like, oh, yeah, I'm mean, right on the team. So there's the, there's the old haters coupled with, they're just and they're not um, they're not exactly today, right? They play defense. Yep. They do shoot threes, but Jimmy Butler only really shoots them when he needs to shoot them. They're not as uh, pretty a team to watch, and and I think there is more Celtics from a history, you know, standpoint. Uh, and there's more seems to be way more desire to see a Celtics Warriors yep. know, final. So I think like a lot of reasons the Heat are just not like a beloved. Team, the grind, the defense, um, and and these newbies like who's Tyler Hero? You know, Bam Adebayo. He's one of the best. Mm. Like they're just they haven't they, they're arriving, but they're not superstardom. I gotta say, Steve, it sounds like uh, ESPN talking points right there. I mean, Stone <laughs> and I have been fighting that. I mean, it's clear that guys like Chris Carlin, yeah. one of yeah. our teammates at uh, in Goodcomer Brands, ESPN New York, uh, he's been hosting Greeny the last couple of weeks. Uh, guys like Chris Carlin didn't watch the Heat until two weeks ago, and as you know, yep. me, Chen in South Florida, called Chris Carlin uh, on Friday because I needed I needed to have a dialogue with him. And guess who's joining us tomorrow, twelve thirty, here on Ken Levick Alive. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, does he know? You know, he knows now that you have gone at him. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if he actually knows. He's going to know. Oh, he's, he's going to know. He'll find out real quick. Yeah, but uh, hey, you're going to play that, right? You're oh yeah. Play it back oh, yeah, yeah. for him. Oh yeah. Because, he will. Yeah, he will. That was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was good stuff. That's all we do on this show. Is we do good stuff on this show, Steve. Uh, ask Steve uh, again. President Good Karma Brands, Palm Beach County Hall of well, Famer. What, I mean, Ken, what do you think? Besides just being, you know, a they like they hate, they, mm-hmm. you know, they hit the heat. Right? Don't you think it's some historical bias with some lack of awareness of what the actual yeah. talent on this team it's, has it's and massive, the way they go about doing it? Well, and I, the way they go about doing it's it. It's a massive combination of both, coupled with uh, some having forgiven the heat for the Big Three era, uh, like you were referencing. Uh, I think that. Uh, you don't pay attention because the drama is not there with the Heat. So uh, now you have national pundits trying to talk about the Heat when they know nothing about the Heat and didn't watch them at all in the regular season. There is a propensity to diminish them, and there is such a want and a desire to harken back to the days of Red Arbach and talk about the legacy of the Celtics franchise. So I do think that there is discernible bias against the Heat in this situation. Well said. Yep. Yeah, hey, that's what I do. I'm a linguist. I, I want to I, I want to get to another email. This is Bob Owen Stewart. Now, this is interesting, Steve, and I'm curious how you would handle this, okay? This is Bobo. Steve, thanks for taking my email. I was playing golf with my father-in-law and saw him kick his ball out of the rough and into the fairway. I love my <laughs> fiance and want to get close to her dad, but I also want to call him out for cheating. What should I do? Steve? First, it, were they playing a match? 
Uh, I believe this was. I think they were just playing a game, but uh, clearly this man has a a moral compass. Yeah. So if they're playing, obviously if they're playing a match, you have to say, "Hey, I I think you kicked your ball there. Are you? (laughs) Were you? Were you? Are you taking a penalty? And what? What are you doing there now? If they were just playing a friendly, friendly game here, what I would do is I I would find a way to to sort of say, okay, so you've sort of said it. Like, oh, we're just playing a friendly game. We're not, like, entering a score here. So next time, um, you know, I don't like my lie. Or my ball's dirty. I may pick it up and clean it. Or I'm, you know, up against, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm near uh, up against a tree. I may just move it. And then I would see what he says then. Okay. Because he has now, like, set the table that, hey, we're going to, you know, we're just playing a friendly game here. Not looking to, you know, go crazy. Maybe... Maybe he's got a bad back. He doesn't like the shot from that angle, sure. you know, or he can't take a big divot. Sure. Or, you know, some people with bad backs don't play out of the sand. You know, so I think he is now setting the standard. I don't think that's to be one of those weird things. I think he's now setting the standard that this is going to be one of those where we're not actually playing by the rules. And also, you're not entering a score at that point because you're not actually playing by the rules of golf. Yeah, that is outstanding insight. And this is the stuff you only get with Steve Politziner. Ask Steve here on Ken Levick Alive. And again, the president of Good Karma Brands, uh, Palm Beach County Hall of Famer, successful businessman, father, youth coach. Go down the line. He's done it. Now, I do want to wrap with this, Steve, because we were talking about Josh Donaldson. Maybe we'll have time for one more question, but Josh Donaldson and Tim Anderson. But I want to get your perspective from a business standpoint, you are part of this Good Karma Brands business. You, uh, you, you oversee a lot of what this company does. We're a pretty big deal. Uh, if you were in the Yankees organization, also massive organization, uh, Josh Donaldson says something like calling Tim Anderson Jackie. Tim Anderson doesn't respond well to it. Josh Donaldson tells his side of the story. Tony LaRusse is calling him racist. How do you navigate through this? What would be your advice to Josh Donaldson and the Yankees in this spot? Well, just because somebody uses the word to describe themselves doesn't mean it's okay for you to use that mm-hmm. word to describe themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's just the first thing. I love that. And if Josh Donaldson were known as an awesome guy, and I'm a Yankee fan too, but if Josh Donaldson were known as an awesome guy, maybe he would uh, have gotten some of the benefit of the doubt. But because he has a history of being a, the kind of guy that people don't enjoy, you know, being around, and you don't always know why, but I think you got a little bit of an insight into it right there. I think he's a guy that pushes the envelope, you know, a little bit much. Uh, I think it was it's risky for Tony Larusa to you know throw the throw the racist out, but I totally understand he wanted to get the back of his guy, yeah, you know, and but I think his, you got to let Tim um, Anderson you know, of, do of that. His leader. Like you got yeah, his leader. Yeah, 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 I agree. But I just think you've got to let Tim. Ad- I, I'm with you, but you've got to let Tim Anderson use that word if you're going to go to that spot. Like that was not the yeah. place for Tony Larusa to do that. Yeah, and Tony Larusa is 77. Sometimes you <laughs> know, think about 77. That's true. He's lucky. Like, he's what aware. is their perspective? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, just the awareness of society. You know, society. They not certainly not questioning him as a baseball man, but I mean, it's it's hard. Like to know what the right things to say are. It's hard at any age. I'm 47 today, and uh, don't always know. Um, but I'm. I'm. Uh, I, don't you feel like Josh Donaldson is you know his, the character that you hear about, which somewhat yeah. revealed in that situation, yeah. just he, in the choice of words, the behavior, um, and the tact. 
you know, it was just very poor tech. Right, right. I, Which is I, why I, people always say they don't love him as a teammate. They're like, don't love being on his team. And if someone's bringing up something from three years ago that someone said about themselves, they're clearly not doing it just to joke around. It's, it's not something that's supposed to be, ha-ha, giggle, giggle, laugh, laugh. That's not why Josh Donaldson brought it up. And it's clear, like I was telling Stone, that Josh Donaldson may have thought he knew Tim Anderson one way, and he doesn't know or bottom, Tim Anderson that way. Or bottom line, you're just not that guy. Yeah, he's just not that there guy. There are other guys to do that and say that. Yep, exactly. Uh, I don't think he thought he knew him that way at all. I think he's just... Being a, That's who he is. Yeah, being a, 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 a jerk. I think that that is uh, extremely well said. Uh, Steve, thank you. I think you enlightened us because you not only uh, gave us insight about uh, a very, very delicate situation with the Yankees and Tim Anderson, uh, but I think you maybe shed some light on why ESPN clearly hates the uh, – the, the current iteration of the Heat, <laughs> I think that you helped a potential marital problem before it, it, it spun out of control. This is good stuff. Let's do it again next Tuesday, and we'll continue to get messages and questions from our audience, and we'll continue on with Ask Steve. How does that sound? Sounds great. Ask Steve sounds like Ask Jeeves, which was a, a failed um, website, uh, you know, oh, yeah. a failed search engine yeah. back in the early 2000s. But like that's the kind of like things that I feel I should be, you know, aligned with, not this eloquent I agree. That's you know, introduction wheelhouse. you gave me. Yeah, ask you know, like, like, Yeah. <laughs> like I'm a, like the red hour back of uh, <laughs> or Pat Rally of youth coaches. I mean, I'm, I think I'm probably above 500. But, <laughs> uh, but thanks, guys. Enjoy it. Happy right, birthday. Appreciate Happy it. Happy I'm birthday, pumped buddy. for tomorrow with Carlin. Now, I'm pumped for tomorrow with Carlin, and I hope he gives it to you for not admitting at any point who you were at this point, you have to go all the way with it and say, you know, did you hear this call? You know, I happen to hear this call yes. or this call the other well, day and then ask him if the voice sounds familiar. Steve, little do you know, tomorrow is Chen Levick alive, not Ken Levick alive. Oh, right. oh yeah. Right. No, right. we're, right. we're already yep. on it. Don't worry. We are fully bathing and immersed in it. Okay. I'll be listening. All right, Chen. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Happy birthday, buddy. Steve Polizziner, the president of Good Karma Brands, the business success. He helped birth Sports Talk Radio in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Uh, And again, a man who knows a lot of things. And you people, and I said you people that listen to this show on a regular basis, you could use some knowledge in your life. So you're welcome. And I think we actually found the name of the segment, Stone. Ask Steve's, I think, is where we're going with this. You don't know Ask Jeeves at all. You have no idea. No. Before so I Google, don't know why you did that to me. Before Ask Jeeves was a search engine, really before Google really like blew up. So that's all you need to know. Okay. Just Google it. I got it. <laughs> Google Ask Jeeves tonight. <laughs> Google Ask Jeeves, which is ironic. I will say, and I know it was you know in a, in a joking matter, the, the golf question, but that's real insight, though. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people would just have said something you know, to their father-in-law, and, and then, then you got to handle it then. But I love the do it do it yourself move and then play off of his reaction like oh but I remember on hole two so good advice there from Steve <laughs> really I'm not even kidding really good stuff yeah well it, it's like I, he's been in the business yeah, for a while <laughs> I would have got myself in trouble like just being like whoa whoa what are you doing there and yeah. I don't know you know not knowing his personality not knowing you no, know, no 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 but but it, listen we're we Chris Carlin's coming on tomorrow and we're gonna we're gonna battle about this quarters discussion because it's nonsense legitimately nobody uses quarters to dictate who's better than who's not whether or not there's an eye test uh that has nothing to do with winning quarters okay and I do think he's a little condescending when it comes to the heat and I think he's rooting against the heat yeah does I that mean, sound accurate I think it's time for a spanking 
Well, I think I think it's just time for a big boy conversation. We're going to have a big boy conversation. <laughs> Let's get it. So tomorrow, Chen Levick alive. He's still in the Banowitz. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick alive on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Tweet from Lemdog. We were talking about Josh Donaldson, Tim Anderson. Donaldson, the one-game suspension, calling Tim Anderson Jackie in reference to a 2019 Sports Illustrated article on Tim Anderson where when it comes to bringing fun back to the game... Tim Anderson said he felt like Jackie Robinson in that sense, a trailblazer. Lemdog tweets, listen, you're fueling the narrative by saying that as a white guy, you can't have an opinion. I didn't say I can't have an opinion. I said my opinion did not trump that of the black man who the comment was directed to. He called himself Jackie. If you call yourself a name, it eliminates all rebuttals, period. Every time he struck out, I remind him, quote, you're no Jackie. And if that's racist, except it's clear that Lemdog actually didn't read the Sports Illustrated story and doesn't understand the context of the quote. Because Jackie Robinson, when Tim Anderson brought it up, it was nothing to do with the production, the talent, the ability he was talking about. And it's a clunky quote. I will absolutely admit that. It was a clunky quote from Tim Anderson. But he was saying... He was Jackie Robinson in the sense of changing the thought process around the unwritten rules of baseball and the elimination of fun from the game. Tim Anderson has taken multiple fastballs to the spine because he dares celebrate home runs. He's largely credited with ushering in the rightful era of being able to express yourself on the field. And if you think that people in baseball don't like Tim Anderson doing those things? Think about what they say about the Latin players who do those things in baseball, okay? So Tim Anderson was not talking about, oh, I think I'm as good as Jackie Robinson. And I understand yesterday, and we've gotten a couple of messages about this, that Bart Hahn after us, uh, Bart Hahn, Bart Scott, I I always do that, Bart and Hahn, yeah, but Bart Scott, was crushing Tim Anderson because he said it was disrespectful to Jackie Robinson that Tim Anderson we even put himself in that discussion. But it's also clear that Bart Scott didn't read the Sports Illustrated story. Listen, a white person can certainly have an opinion about what they think is racist or isn't racist. Okay? They absolutely can. I have an opinion on it. Stone has an opinion on it. And I know it may be shocking to believe, but a lot of times, not a lot of times, But sometimes, Stone and I disagree on things like this, subjects like this. And you know what? It's cool. It's cool. It's no problem. But me, Ken LaVica, I'm not co-signing Stone onto this. This is me, Ken LaVica. Me as a white person, okay? A white man. Did I think Tony La Russa, was it his place to say that Josh Donaldson made a racist remark? Uh Uh-uh. Tim Anderson should have been the one to say that if he felt that it needed to be said. Tony LaRusso shouldn't have done it, and he made this a lot murkier situation than it needed probably to be. That said, Tim Anderson, who the comment was directed to, and Josh Donaldson certainly wasn't complimenting him, 
and was bringing up something that was said three years ago that had no context to do with performance on the field, there's ill intent in that, in my opinion. And if Tim Anderson feels that there's ill intent with that, even if I felt it was an innocuous comment, Tim Anderson's thoughts on it supersede me, Ken Levick's thoughts. That's my point. I would, and I'm curious to what you would say to this. I would venture out to say that if there are plenty of other white guys in the MLB that if they executed saying that correctly, well, if they weren't a clunky it, meathead like Josh Donaldson, it probably doesn't turn into a problem. That's what I mean. I, I mean, like we can go after Josh Donaldson, but that's his fault. Well, like, he, yeah, because he's that's he's him. a dope. He is a known dope with a reputation for being a dope. Right. So, so that's on him because simply you're just not that guy, Josh Donaldson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are not. plenty of other white sure. guys, in my opinion, that I think could throw the Jackie line at him, and, and Tim would take it the right way. Like I said, it's tone and delivery and context. And Josh Donaldson, I've said it four times already, you're just not that guy, my man. I also think that a a more intelligent human being than Josh Donaldson probably just like leaves that alone and makes fun of Tim Anderson for the fact that he is one of the leaders in errors in the American League this year. Like, why even, why even go to that place there it, it makes absolutely no it, it, it makes absolutely no sense like why what are you doing there like what is Josh how, does he feel satisfied because he's throwing that at Tim Anderson like what's the what's the serotonin boost for Josh Donaldson by throwing that at, at, at Tim Anderson I would say it's self-awareness I would say it's self-awareness I, I would think that he thinks he can say that because he thinks he's mm-hmm. you know uh, you know a good baseball player and he's savvy and he and he's good at talking smack and, and stuff so but he doesn't have the self-awareness it's more on a corny yeah. level like, like he thought he was delivering a nice blow a nice one that was going to make Tim Anderson laugh or give him like you know a little half arm arm punch and and, and and Tim Anderson was like you don't know me like that I mean it, it's it's and here here is the ultimate hypothetical for me okay what if I didn't know Theo Right, like, and and when he's, I didn't know Theo before he started co-hosting Mondays and Tuesdays on this show. If if like day two, he walks in here, right, and I just sort of glance up. I'm like, "Sup, Stephen A." He's probably not taken too kindly to that, and it does have a racial overtone to it, doesn't it? Oh yeah, because I I certainly could have said, "What's up, Scott Van Pelt? What's up, SVP, TV guy?" No, what's up, Stephen A. Theo would absolutely think, did, what did you just say? Yeah, when there are plenty of other ways to deliver, mm-hmm. if you were going to deliver, and I, I'm not going to say this is a good one or, or a bad one, but you know one, what? But I'm you not would a, prefix it correctly. Right, but I'm also not a meatball, and I'd stay away from it, and it would never occur to me to say something like that. Even if Theo in his interview here said, I want to be the next Stephen A. Two days in, and I'm like, what's up, Stephen A.? I, I could see where Theo would be a little put off on that. Yeah, and you would go to the defense that you said you wanted to be Stephen in your interview, but that's just not strong and enough. And it wouldn't matter what I thought about how it was received. But now I could have my opinion, but it wouldn't matter. But now the relationship's to the point where you guys are Jamaican brothers and everything's a okay. Exactly, exactly. He called me a Jamaican brother, and I've never felt better. He's still in the Banowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, folks, you're looking for a job? Well, listen up. They're out there. 
and this is a great one. The award-winning Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa, located on beautiful Singer Island between Jupiter and West Palm, is hiring now. Listen to this, okay? They're looking for positive, smiling faces with a passion for hospitality. Whether you're looking for a full-time career or a part-time job, Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa has it all. Full-time, part-time, they're hiring, okay? Check them out. They're hiring for front desk agents, room attendants, maintenance technicians, servers, bartenders, baristas, recreation attendants, just to name a few. There are roles there. They are hiring. They want you to be a part of the team at the Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa. Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa offers employees free meals, free covered parking, free short-term disability, free life insurance, vacation time, PTO, health benefits, 401ks with a fully vested match, career path planning, Marriott discounts, a $500 referral incentive, and so much more. Guys, take advantage of this, okay? You're looking for work, part-time or full-time. Palm Beach, Marriott, Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa. Call 561-340-1700. 561-340-1700. Ask to speak with Human Resources for more details. Palm Beach, Marriott, Singer Island Beach Resort and spa Whew. tomorrow's gonna be fun tomorrow i'm looking forward to tomorrow it's just gonna be stoning myself again because Jeanette is uh is out uh but we will have a lot on tap I, I think the nerves for game five are gonna kick in probably tonight at some point certainly when we wake up in the morning that's what i thought you said you were waiting to have fun for and i was like whoa you know you said you've been no, nervous and anxious not, and stressful yeah. the whole time and yeah. i don't think we're gonna have fun tomorrow come tomorrow's, 8 30 yeah tomorrow's gonna be a fun show doesn't mean we're gonna be feeling fun from a basketball perspective uh so when chris carlin joins us at 12 30 tomorrow though like i don't i don't want to like attack him like gnashing teeth bloodletting things like that but I just think we need to point out where we think he has been wrong, and in some cases, really wrong. And also, I'd need him to know I don't think he's treated the Heat or Heat fans very well. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. What what he's done to some of the callers and saying that Boston's their daddy and stuff, he's opening the door mm-hmm. for us to uh, yeah, put and, on the gloves. And again, I'm not going to stoop to his level. He's been kind of mean. Like, I just think that we should point it out while we have the opportunity, Right. Right. I mean, and it's for his benefit. Who knows? Hey, maybe we can we, educate him. We open Jay Will's eyes. Why can't we do exactly? This maybe we can educate him. You know what this means, though, with Carlin on tomorrow. The Heat better damn win, or else we're in super, super big trouble. Talk <laughs> to you tomorrow, Ken Levick, alive, ESPN one zero six three.